Okay. Hi, hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Well, I'm actually, you know what? Be- welcome me back. <laughs> <laughs> welcome you back, because you've been missing for a little bit. I know. I have been. My semester is officially over. Well, it's been over for about a week now. Um, but today's like my first day, I feel like, of break break, mm. because I don't have to work. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting sick, which... Usually Becky, happens. Yeah, Becky told me it was going to happen Yeah. after my semester ends. Yeah. But you know what? That's fine. It is. Because my semester's done. Yeah. And I want to say that I'm very proud of you for the episode that you did all by yourself. Thank you. I really liked it. My dad really liked it. He was listening to it while I was running the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I'm glad. He I'm also glad really wants to be on the podcast. I know. I'm some point. so excited because I have so many topics in mind of what I would love to hear his opinion on. And okay. I don't even need to be involved. Like, I can just sit at the other end of the table while you guys do it, you know? I just want to be there in the moment. <laughs> Have that experience. When history is made. Yes. <laughs> With Dave. Um, well, speaking of not being here mm. and being in the midst of my semester, today yeah. we're talking about stress. Yes, Because I are. feel like that's a really... Like, I've been gone, obviously, for mm. like a month or so um because i've been stressed yeah Um, and you haven't even been gone like let it be known that you were here in yardley in pennsylvania oh yeah i've been here but like mentally you were gone mentally i was on like pluto right yeah like slowly freezing to death Mm -hmm. well i don't know i feel like if i was on never mind (laughs) i'm gonna say i feel like if i was on pluto you'd be hot no pluto's like the farthest away yeah oh, okay i got it mixed up i forget which one was next to the sun I, mean, I don't remember but i would be like quickly frozen to death yeah that's beside the point sure how i would die yeah on pluto um <laughs> yeah i this was the like most emotionally taxing most like mentally taxing semester that i've had thus far mm-hmm. um and so I thought, like, as my my segue back into the podcasting world, I should talk about something that's really that really affected me this semester, and that was stress, mm. um, and like how to deal with stress, and yeah. healthy ways and unhealthy ways to deal with stress, um, and those sorts of things. Because mm-hmm. I like, I feel like I learned a lot. Um, I did a lot wrong mm. in taking care of myself because I didn't really take care of myself. Yeah, um, but. As a little, like, backstory in terms of my semester, I'm going to school to get my bachelor's in history and my master's in ed. It's mm-hmm. a five-year program. I just finished my first semester, my fall semester of my fourth year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, officially, I have about a year and a half left. Yeah. Which is going to go by really fast. It is. Yeah, it will. And then after that, I'm released into the ether. Mm, professional world of adulthood. Rip. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, ripperoni. Um, so this was the first semester where, because I'm I'm like in a weird roundabout way getting my teaching certificate. I have a lot of ed courses, um, and I th- this semester included mm-hmm. uh, the first time I was teaching in an actual legitimate classroom in an actual legitimate school, mm-hmm. not just like pretending that my classmates were students right because i've done that a couple times um so i taught for three days in a middle school classroom um i had spanish at 8 a.m 
<laughs> which was stressful in and of itself. Uh, I had a 7.55 on a Friday morning. That's stressful. That was stressful. Albeit, it was. It ended up being my favorite class of the week because yeah. I just I really enjoyed all the people that were in my class. Um, I had. I took a class on the 1960s, which was really difficult. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult decade in American history. Um, that I won't. I don't need to like get into it. But suffice it to say, there was one day where I just broke down sobbing and had to leave the classroom. So that yeah. was like an example. Yeah. <laughs> but my, I have a lot of other friends who were in the 60s, and they were also in this course on like on all the different genocides that have happened mm-hmm. throughout history, and I flat out told my professor I refused to take that course yeah because yeah. I knew I wouldn't be able to handle it um and I also had like on top of all my schoolwork, and then I ended up leaving my my nannying gig mm-hmm. um that I did not know that was going to happen ended up leaving that and I had to find a new job which I did got provided um and I didn't have a new job um I also had a really intense and difficult relationship with one of my professors who I've had a number of times mm-hmm. um and that just added a lot of stress yeah. to my plate um so I felt like every day I was coming home from either school or from work and I was just dead tired and I Cassie would be like we need to record episodes <laughs> and I'm like ah! <laughs> I can't, I like, I, I can't form a thought because mm-hmm. I have homework. Um, but I survived. You did. You did. I didn't thrive. You're here. But I survived. Yeah. I'm on my way back to thriving. Yeah. Until January 13th and then I will not be thriving anymore. Exactly. <laughs> when I'm back in school. Um, anyway, I was stressed. Yeah. I know you deal with stress with your own job. Your own job has a lot of a very different kind of stress. Yeah. Yeah. But still emotional stress. Very much so. Um, do you want to, how are, how does your job, because it doesn't have to be all about my stress. I want to hear yeah. about your stress too. Yeah, no, I mean, I fully, fully um, commemorate with that because it wasn't that long ago that I was in grad school. And I would say like for the most part, like towards when I got to like my junior and senior year of my bachelor's degree, I was experiencing kind of what you were like, you know, the stress of everything and, um, just like being overwhelmed with a lot of things and a lot of expectations and like not knowing what the future was and trying to figure everything out. But I think for the most part, like I enjoyed my bachelor's and I didn't find it like unbearably stressful. So I had that expectation when I went into my master's program. (laughs) Well, that slapped me across the face real quick. Well, Um, I'm doing both my bachelor's and my master's at the same time. Exactly. So, So, yeah, I mean, it's so, it is very, very taxing on one's psyche, you know, and, and. (laughs) Ripperoni. And a lot of other things. Um, So I just think that, um, you know, stress comes in many different forms and, I think that, you know, exactly what you're talking about is the type of stress that a lot of um, students, you know, and and people experience. So in my job now, um, there is a lot of things that are stressful. I do three days a week that I work and I do 12 and a half hour shifts. A lot of people think that that's a great schedule. And a lot of people (laughs) say, well, oh, at least you have the days off. At least you have time off. And I, it's hard because like from the outside looking in, it, it, it does look like a great gig. And I would be the first to admit that because my brother's a nurse and he used mm-hmm. to work those shifts. 
before I knew and I used to say all the time like oh that's so great like you have days off but the kicker is is like being in a place for 12 and a half hours doing your job being expected to not only be there physically but mentally and emotionally to serve other people is really really hard and then you know coming out of that like I get home and I don't want to do anything besides like go to sleep basically and then the days that I'm on or the so the days that I'm off you know like the days that I'm at work and on are very stressful but then you know I come home I sleep basically that's all that I do and then the days that I'm off I feel like I'm caught catching up on things that need to be done you know so like I had yesterday I worked this week Monday Tuesday Wednesday I was really hoping to get to like our young adults Christmas party on Wednesday night but I literally like walked out of the hospital and almost like broke down crying because I just was so tired and it was I had such difficult cases um and it gets like I think for the most part I'd say 90% of the time I'm fine and I'm okay but then the other there's like that 10% that happens sporadically throughout the year where I just like have to let it go Mm -hmm. you know like I get so overwhelmed with what's going on and what I'm dealing with and like the true nature of what I'm dealing with I have almost desensitize myself to because you have to if you work in you know in this field like you can't let everything get to you but then you know there's that couple times a year where like you hear somebody's story you hear why they're there and you just like your heart just breaks you know Mm. so it is it is a lot of overwhelming stress and it's really hard to deal with so what are your like ways that you have been either dealing with the stress negatively or positively that you've had from this semester so this semester, in terms of dealing with my s- stress, I think I, like, pushed it, like, shoved it down a lot. Um, I just ignored it because it was ten times easier to ignore my stress than to actually, like, acknowledge it and try mm-hmm. and and do something about it. Um I just like shoved it down. I was like, I can deal with that once right. the semester's over. Because exactly. I had so much that I had to do and paperwork and like car inspection and just like life things combined with school things exactly. that I needed to get done. Yeah. Um, and that I just felt like I couldn't get done. There weren't if, enough hours in the day. Yeah, there weren't enough hours in the day. And honestly, though, like I'm not even sure if like the, if that's true. Like I think. Because a lot of times, the, the biggest way that I deal with my stress is just, like, napping. Yeah. Like, yeah. because I get so stressed about all the things that I have to do that it's just ten times easier for me to just, like, go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I do that a lot with, like, my negative emotions, too. Like, when I'm feeling yeah. anxious or depressed, I'm like, I'm just going to go to sleep. Because yeah. when I'm asleep, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to worry about it. Um, when I wake up, like, it's not... It'll still be there, but, sure. like, at least... Yeah. I don't feel as bad. Yeah. I can't. I feel like I physically cannot nap. That's something like it's just my cross to bear, you know. Um, My dad can nap really well, but I usually just can't unless I'm sick or like really tired. Oh, yeah. So over Thanksgiving, I had had the stomach virus and I honestly slept for 29 hours, basically. That's insane. I know. Between like three days. Because I was, and I, that's, like, unknown. Like, I tried not to. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever happened in medical exactly. history. <laughs> in my history at all. Like, I was trying, I have a TV in my room, thank the Lord. Um, and I was, like, trying to watch TV or, like, movies. And I just would, like, put on an episode and then wake up literally five hours later. And I was, like, 
I'm already through, like, the third movie. Like, Avengers, <laughs> like, it just kept going, you know? So, um, yeah. So I did a lot of napping. I did a lot of complaining. Mm. I think that was my biggest issue this semester. Yeah. Because a lot of the things that were that I was stressed out about were things that were just completely out of my control. Right. Like I was, I was stressed with, with homework and with working and with, you know, like daily life sort of things. Yeah. But my biggest stressors were relational things that were outside of my control that I, I did not know what to do about. And I, I still honestly don't know what to do about. And without getting into like too many details, I just complained a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have this one friend, Maddie. Maddie, who was actually on our on the podcast like in the very beginning. Um, bless her heart. I think I just... Because she is in like a very similar uh, walk with, of, nice. as me. Yeah. In yeah. terms of like our, our ed experience. And we're in like a lot of the same classes and kind of going for the same sorts of thing. Except she's leaving for Israel and I'm really upset. Um... So I'm going to miss her because I won't be able to complain to her. Yeah. But honestly, I think poor Maddie, like every time I was upset or frustrated about something that happened, I like went to her and ranted. Yeah. Um, which I think is like, okay, sometimes to like get your emotions out, but I was doing it too often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I feel like really convicted about and she helped me to feel very convicted about in like a mm. loving sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I com- complained a lot. Um I and then towards the end of the semester, like towards the very end, it was at the to the point where because I had complained so much, because I had ignored all of my stress and ignored like these emotional sort of issues that that were out of my control, like because I had ignored processing them healthily yeah. or like talking through them with like my parents or people from church that I respect and, and whatnot. Um, I was like crying every day and I was just so done. Like I've never been, I've never been so upset to go to school Yeah, and I love school. Um, I always have and I, I always will because I'm going to school to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just didn't want to go. I was resenting what I was being taught. I was resented. I was resentful of the way I was being taught. And so it was just turning like, like, so like for about the last month, I was miserable. And like, I just did not handle my stress. Yeah. Well. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot to be like self aware and to, you know, reflect on everything that you went through. And, um, I always say, like, I try to, like, tell people, like, it's not, so, like, in school, you're sitting through class, right? Like, you're sitting down. Like, it's not, like, a physically jarring experience, you know, to be in a classroom or, like, me, like, I sit at a desk most of the days, but it's the mental, like, engagement that you Mm -hmm. have to have that's just exhausting. It is. And it's on top of, like you were saying, it's on top of everything else that you're, you know, that you're dealing with and, um you know, some people, I always like, people will say, oh, some people handle stress better than others. I don't think anybody handles stress well. That's just my professional opinion because (laughs) everybody has their, you know, their thing that they do. Like, um, I like to shop, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like whether, and I've been able to like, you know, since I've been out in the adult world, you know, and everything, like I have been able to 
bring that home a little bit so like but i'll still like browse on the internet like because i feel like i'm just or like watching videos on youtube or watching movies like i'm just like brought into another world you know where i'm not like i'm not necessarily dealing with the stress Mm -hmm. i'm just kind of like pushing it aside getting like a band-aid on a crack in the wall oh yeah and i know that's one that's what i did a lot this semester too is i and this is a problem that my mom and i have talked about before and i do want to talk about this in like it's a whole separate issue is coping mechanisms because i know that mine are very unhealthy yeah i tend to gravitate towards like i'm I'm an emotional eater yeah and so like if i had a bad day if i if i got through something like then i would like reward myself and i i typically reward myself with coffee yeah um like i'm just not like chick-fil-a or something though i did that like very often (laughs) but you know i gravitate towards like spending my money on things that like are not necessarily healthy for me yeah um and I did that a lot this semester. Did like a lot of coffee dates, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of multiple coffees in the same coffee date. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is not like it's not good for my wallet, it's not good for my body, and it's not it's not dealing with the issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's at hand. So I think that this semester I really learned or I have recognized like, oh, there's something that I need to do differently. Right. In terms of like, what do I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed? And stressed. That's not pushing it aside. Exactly. And it's not rewarding myself with something. Yeah. Because that's just not sustainable. I yeah. mean, it's sustainable, but it's not fulfilling. I don't know if that's the word. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't... It's not... You're not taking care of the root issue. Yeah. It's like you said. It's just a band-aid. Yeah. Right. And I... And then I think there's also something to be said because there are a lot of times in life where people deal with stress and you can't, you can't change the root issue. Yeah. You know, like you're forced right now, like theoretically I could quit my job, but then I wouldn't have a job. I wouldn't have an income. I wouldn't have, you know, insurance. I wouldn't have benefits. And like, I'd be forced to look at, you know, or look for another job. But like, I, I unfortunately was not blessed with like, a multi-million dollar family <laughs> i've never and won you're the not lottery like married to a sugar and daddy. i'm not married to a sugar daddy so i like have to work to be yeah. able to live you know and like sure the type of job that i have like others would be probably more stressful or some would be less stressful than the job that i have now but like you know the core issue like how do we handle that how do we cope with that because you have to mm-hmm. you know in a lot of ways like this is you choosing to get your degrees so that you can go into a field that you're passionate about sure you could drop out of school yeah. theoretically but you're not going to so and how- i have made that joke like a hundred trillion oh yeah times. yeah same i used to always tell people in my master's program i used to say i should just become a dental hygienist because you go to school for two years it's a certificate and their starting salary is a lot more than what i make now <laughs> so that's all i had yeah. to say about that yeah and i think i could handle that like being in somebody's mouth cleaning teeth you know like i feel like i would be okay with that i think i could do it but i would be miserable would you yeah yeah Uh yeah i mean sometimes things happen at work like when i'm being chased by patients or you know something else like just i'm like yeah well at least the person could be in the dental chair (laughs) yeah that's right they might try to chase me but i have all the instruments now um but yeah it is it's really really it's hard for sure yeah to know how to cope with it I think that the I think that you did cope in some healthy ways though. Like you Okay, you have to tell me that because I can't Well, I mean you one of the hobbies that I think you picked up was coloring. Oh yes. And that's yeah, very that's like 
that is very good for self-care. I forgot you know, about like, that because I haven't had time to do it. To do, exactly. Um, you know, it's it's good for self-care to kind of get your mind off of it. Um, and my coloring know. book is really intense. Like, not to oh. brag on myself. <laughs> not to compare yourself to me, who looked at it and was like, mm, yeah, I'm not doing that. But I really <laughs> enjoy... I found that I enjoyed coloring, like, really intense paintings so like it's essentially a a book of like a bunch of thomas kincaid paintings and then across from like the painting is that painting created as a coloring book so it's like very detailed it's like really (laughs) yeah it's really intense yeah but i really have enjoyed it yeah yeah so that's healthy i did do that and i think i think like there's i always say like there's um you know twofold with like complaining i'm a fan of venting i'm a fan of complaining we always joke that like Jess's mom is like five, 30 seconds or like an, a minute. I'm like, okay, 30 minutes, <laughs> an hour, you know, like however long it takes. But it is like, I would rather you, I think it's good to be self-aware. Like if you are complaining too much about it, ranting, venting, whatever you want to call it, but you're getting your emotions out. Yeah. There's a lot of people who don't. There's a lot of people who suppress and suppress and suppress. And then one things happen and you blow up. Yeah. I think you've always been very good at that. I'm good at complaining. Thank you. <laughs> no, like good at being aware of how you're feeling and what you're going through and doing your best to try to communicate that, you know, like, I mean, are like, are you afraid of confrontation? Is that something that you struggle with? I don't know if I'm afraid of it. Like I know I can do it. Yeah. And I've had different instances where, and it's not even necessarily like an angry confrontation, but like right. I need to bring, like I, I, I quit my nannying job yeah. earlier this yeah. year and that was really hard, but I knew it was something that I needed to do mm-hmm. because that job in and of itself was another like stressful on like a whole other level. And yeah. I know that if, if I had still been doing it in the midst of everything that happened later on in the semester, I would have been insane. Right. right. Um, yeah. So that ended up being like a, like a blessing in disguise, I mm-hmm. guess. But, um, I, yeah, I can do confrontation. Yeah. I just don't, like, it's not, it's not I don't think it's anybody's favorite yeah. thing to do. Well, yeah. I don't know. There's some people who love it, but. Yeah, I don't like it. I hate yeah. it. And that's something that I've tried to work on professionally for a long time. Mm. I don't like being, because I'm, I think for the most part, like, as much as I complain, I really am pretty optimistic. And I try, like, even, like, my approach has always been, you know, bring out people's strengths and they, that will naturally enhance them to bring it out themselves you know so like if I was a manager or something like I would focus on my employer's strengths and what they're doing because positive encouragement and positive Mm -hmm. reinforcement is just in my opinion a more effective way of you know Mm -hmm. being I don't even being the boss right exactly so I don't like it when people are like yeah this isn't working and this is what we need to address and I'm like okay but what do we like why don't we talk about what is working you know like so I don't know it's it is it can be that's stressful for me that's another type of stress mm-hmm. that i deal with as a professional working businesswoman <laughs> so so i think i have come up with i don't know if i've come up with but i i had a meeting with um this woman from our church and from my school who i think is a vessel of wisdom mm, um, i agree I had a meeting with her earlier this week, actually, to talk about some of the things that I was really struggling with this semester um, that I that are out of my control. Yeah. Because I, I 
I recognize, like, okay, I have been complaining since before school started about certain things that I am not excited about. Right. And now, like, classes are over, and, you know, those final two weeks, I was mad and just not a pretty person. Like, like, inwardly, I was just really ugly. Right. Because I was so upset about different things. Um, And so I, I went to her and said, like, look, I have no idea how I'm going to get through this next semester and this next year if I don't figure out how to take care of these, like, emotional issues that I'm so stressed about. Right. And she gave me some really good advice about having, like, difficult conversations, which are just necessary to, like, clearing the air so that I'm not resentful of of school anymore. And it's not like anything personally was, like, done to me or... Or I had, like, big blowouts or whatever. It's just was, like, a shift in a relationship that's uh, important to maintaining so I can right. finish school, you know, yeah. well. Um, so she gave me some advice to do that. So I'm going to do that in the in the beginning of, of next semester. Um, I plan on doing a lot of nothing yeah. this break and kind of, like, recouping. But I also think that going forward next semester in terms of, like, dealing with my stress better... I need to focus more on maybe journaling or like yeah. being pur- like being purposefully thankful more than I am yeah. up- upset. Yeah. Um I'm not like a really good journaler. My parents have been trying to get me to journal for like a trillion years. Mm-hmm. Um and it just like doesn't it's not something that I I like to do every yeah. day. I have, I do have a journal upstairs that, like, I write my prayers down in when I feel like there's something that I really need to right. put down on paper. Right. But it's, like, my parents do it every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that I've found that is, like, beneficial for me. Or, like, it just, it's a hard habit for me yeah. to get into. Yeah. But there's a verse that I know that I wanted to talk about that I think is also, like, helpful for me anyway. Um, or I hope... To use as, like, my kind of anthem. Yeah. Hold on, I just lost it. Okay, okay, here it is. (laughs) It's um, Matthew 11, 28 through 30, when Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Mm -hmm. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. I think that's not necessarily, like, a verse specifically for stress, but right. I think it is pertinent. Yeah, yeah, it does like really work in the sense of like when I'm feeling stressed, I can come to God and say like I'm feeling really overwhelmed, and I need like I need you to help me yeah. get through this because that's something that I didn't do a lot yeah. this semester. Like I was just stressed and I was just pushing, 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 like just trying to get to the end, and I got to the end, but I don't think I got to the end in the way that I wanted to. Right. Right. So, like, yeah. I could have done it a lot better. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know with um, one of the things that's, like, helped me, too, is my – I have a coworker that I'm pretty close with, and we I, – I tend to talk to her a lot about work problems because she gets it. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, how, like, you talked to Maddie about, like, mm-hmm. you know, what you're going through. And um, one of the things that we've gotten in the habit of is, you know, like, we – we meet for like 15 minutes when we have like um when we have like a shift overlap so we can give you a report about like what's been going on and if we have any cases or whatever so when we don't have any cases we always sit down and talk about like what's frustrating and you know different aspects of the job that 
you just kind of need to process through. Mm-hmm. And we have done this thing where, like, we sit there and we can, you know, we talk about it. And then we have to finish with something that's, like, either positive mm-hmm. or a reframing of the attitude. Yeah. Like, I complain about, you know, working with doctors and, you know, different things and kind of being at, like, the low end of the totem pole and um, almost being bullied some days. But, like, then I reframe it and, you know, in thinking of, like, well, I'm complaining because I have a job. Like, I have a job right now. Right, it's right. It's really hard, and that doesn't discredit it, but I am thankful for that. I'm thankful that, for the most part, for every, like, mean and uptight doctor I have, there's, like, four or five nurses that are so sweet, you know, and so nice and work with me very well. So trying and being purposeful about mm. reframing your attitude, you know, can also help to yeah cope with it I agree and that's something that Maddie really helped me like that's the thing that she really convicted me on she wrote this like she posted this like long thing um about that she didn't necessarily like say it to me but I like when I read it I was like that's what I like needed to hear yeah she about how like this semester I know it was hard for a lot of people at school and she said you know in her post like I'm I'm tired of hearing people complain about school because we are like so truly blessed to be at a school where we're surrounded by like truly good biblical teaching right um and with professors who genuinely care about us and our success it's not you know like a high buy sort of thing right um even like for all of my school's faults and all of its quirks that can be really difficult um it is a truly it's like where i'm supposed to be and i know that Mm -hmm. and so i do need to do that what you're talking about and like in shifting my perspective of things and that's not going to change the fact that i'm going to have like a crap ton of assignments to do and i'm going to then have to go to work and deal with kindergartners who have snotty noses i mean i love them to death but (laughs) you know who are difficult to to handle yeah like things are still going to be stressful but i don't have to like let it hang over me like oh i'm really stressed you know i can be like i'm stressed but here's how i'm gonna exactly here's how i'm gonna work through with it yeah um so that's my that's like my biggest 2019 goal yeah it's a good you mean 2020 (laughs) (laughs) yeah 2020 okay good geez i'm like i'm not ready i'm not ready (laughs) me either yeah my biggest i remember when it turned 2010 yeah i remember when it turned 2000 we can end it at that (laughs) i'm not gonna respond (laughs) Um, so I would love to know how other people handle their stress. I would love. To, I'm always open to getting tips. Yeah, on how I can not be tips, trip, tricks, tip. comments, jokes, jokes. Yeah. Wait. Tell that. please. Okay. It is as our like little ending thing. I want Cassie to tell her really good Christmas joke because we forgot to put this in our Christmas episode. I know, we did forget to put it in our Christmas episode. And as we're recording today, today is the twentieth. Of December. And this will come out, I guess, in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. But in in the spirit of the holiday season, somebody once told me a joke that's... And something along the lines of, you know, now Mary being impregnated... (laughs) Impregnated by God um, and conceiving a child without um, having slept with a man... Um, you know, is something that I can get on board with. It's something I can believe. But three wise men all in the same place at the same time is something I can't believe. <laughs> so, sorry to all our male listeners. I love that. All two of you. Yeah, sorry, Dave. <laughs> My dad. <laughs> but that's just a fun joke. That, that is. That, that, you know, 
laughter really gets you unstressed it, too i talk about this all the time yeah at work you have to laugh you know you have to laugh or else you'll feel crazy exactly so please like cassie said leave us your tips your tricks your jokes or comments or your comments yeah. you can email us at life is good pod at gmail.com and we're over at instagram at life is good pod mm-hmm. so you can meet us there happy new year to everyone yeah um boy yeah <laughs> see ya <laughs>